No, 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 no. no. Actually, you got uh, the entire 200. I got 208 million. Actually, not 208 million. It's 208,765 thousand shillings. Yeah. Direct in my account. Sportpesa got everything right with deep pockets for sponsorships, talented founders, and knee-deep connections in the right places. The betting company became a giant. Its now famous CEO Ronald Karauri was a household name in Kenyan homes and his presence in sports events brought good tidings to sportsmen and women. His voice also announced to winners they had made it big. The betting machine was well underway. This is the country of gamblers presented to you by Paul Ofula. This has to be the most recognized voice in Kenyan sports, boxer Fatuma Zarika. Here, doing a ringside interview after defeating Mexican boxer Yamileth Makado in a bout in Nairobi. The noise from the fans tell it all. They are watching and experiencing the best of boxing. In fact, Zarika had become some sort of a sensation and for the first time sponsorship was matching her grit and talent. Take for example the biggest television event of 2017. Fatuma Iron Fist Zarika took on Zambian Catherine Fairey. It was a match of the titans to say the least. Fairey was a former champion and she was a real threat to Zarika's WBC Super Bantamweight title. The match aired live on television and radio stations attracted close to 5 million viewers while numerous fans followed on social media. And it did live to expectation. Round after round the ladies punched hard and kept off the canvas in the end of the eight rounds everyone sat nervously at the end of their seats waiting for the announcement who won the results for the wbc world title fight super bantamweight bout here at the nairobi fight night are as follows Michael Nikwae scores Farewell. Michael Nikwae scores 9892 Irene Semakula 9991 Philemon Moya 9793 and the winner by unanimous 
It is moments like this that sports fans have been waiting for. It brought everything together. The glamour of television, talented sportsmen and women, and most importantly, the much-needed sponsorship. This is what Sportpesa say they were trying to do. And evidence from sportsmen and women is that those Sportpesa sponsorship years were really good. Ah, uh, kiviangu kama Fatuma Zarika, mimi kiviangu naweza sema ya kwamba Sportpesa imetoa mbali, Sportpesa imefanya nimejulikana, Sportpesa imetoa place yenye ambapo nilikuwa sikuwa natarajia kama nitaifika. So, hiyo ni kitu yenye ambapo mimi kusema tu kweli Sportpesa ilikuwa ni kama kila kitu kwa maisha yangu. Juu mali ambapo sikuwa natarajia nitakuwa saizi niko hapo na hata kama ili nilirudi chini sijarudi chini ile na ubaya sababu ya kwamba mali ambapo walinitoa na mali ambapo niko sasa hivi ni tofauti kubwa sana sababu kitu ya kwanza sport pesa ilinichukua wakati ambapo watu hawako wananijua hivyo wakaniweka kwa level nyingine yenye ambapo watu wakaanza kunijua nikaweza kutetea belti zangu nikatetea belti mpaka wakati ambapo saizi ilifika ikachukuliwa na Mexico. So hiyo ni kitu nyambopo mimi na appreciate kulingana na vile mali ambapo walinitoa na mali ambapo niko manzeni tofauti nyingine kubwa sana kwa maisha yangu. I really wanted to understand the impact of these sponsorships on sports. So I sought out Sport Pesa's own sports brand, Fatuma Zarika. She's very grateful for Sportpesa sponsorship. It lifted her out of poverty. Talking to Fatma, one gets a sense of a self-made boxer. Ambitious and self-determined, she started punching her way out to the top from other slums, all the way to where she is now, a homeowner. If you are looking for a positive impact, this is it. Here is a self-made boxer who thankfully through Sportpesa sponsorship got here. Something worked during those times. Understandably, Zorika is angry about Sportpesa not being able to sponsor events anymore. Mimi kusema tu ukweli, najua Sportpesa ilikuwa nasaidia. Kusema ukweli, si kwa boxing peke yake, kwa kila mchezo yote sababu walikuwa wanachukua mchezo yote hawakuwa wanabagua ini mchezo fulani ini mchezo fulani yote walikuwa wanachukua at least wanaweza kusaidia wale watu wa chini umeelewa so hiyo ni kitu nyambapo ilikuwa inatusaidia sisi kama wakulima wadogo unaona juu sisi tulikuwa tunategemea pale na hiyo pesa nyambapo sport pesa ilikuwa inatoa mimi kivi yangu ilikuwa inanifikia sababu mimi mwenyewe ndio nilikuwa nachukua pesa yangu hakuna mtu yote mwenye alikuwa ananichukulia pesa so wakati ambapo watu wanasema kwamba sport pesa haikuwa inasaidia hiyo ni uongo kabisa sport pesa ilikuwa inasaidia na ilikuwa inasaidia kila mtu haikuwa inabagua mtu yoyote hiyo eh. ni kitu nyambapo ilikuwa na amsha at least talent ya kila mtu aweze kuona ameenda mahali So, we can confidently say the Sport Pesa sponsorship worked, and it was a good thing. It is also right to say that sports in Kenya, at least the one that benefited from the sponsorships, aren't doing very well currently. Football League is suffering. 
And if you can hear the pain under Zarika's voice, she is not only unhappy, but hurting. We should understand that the Kenyan government has not put structures to support sports. Many athletes have had to scrap by, with little to no support from the government. So the ending of sponsorship, whatever the ethics of it, from a sports person point of view, is truly sad. You see, Sportpesa put up a good show. The sports sponsorship, like Zarika's, worked perfectly to present a company that cared. But most importantly, it worked perfectly for this next thing, the jackpot winner. In the end, the idea is numbers, huge numbers of punters who suddenly got interested in sport because of the huge money one can win. Everyone wants a winner. To the millions of gamblers, at the height of the betting craze in Kenya, this was the most important show. The Sport Pesa Public Draw. Hello and a very good afternoon to you. Thank you very much for joining us this Tuesday afternoon. You're wondering why we are here? Well, we want to conduct the Sport Pesa Mega Jackpot Draw following the postponement of game number 11. This is Trois versus Dijon. I know you want to pronounce it as Troyes versus Dijon. Trois versus Dijon. This was due to a waterlogged pitch. Now, the game was scheduled to be played last Saturday at 10 p.m. And the amount at stake is, let me read this for you very slowly, 230,742,881 shillings. I'll say it again. 230,742,881 shillings. That's what we are playing for. This is where the big monies are. It is a dreamland for betting. In this particular case, renowned sports anchor Bernardo Tieno is joined in studio with a betting and licensing board official with a prospective winner. 200 million is for the taking at the sound of the buzzer. How does it feel, Begwa? Is this what you were expecting? No. It's not what you're expecting. Yeah. It didn't happen for Ndegwa. You can feel the deflation of the man. But then again, there's a winner, as the host announced. And that, that is exciting. How does it feel to win 200 million shillings? Can you imagine it? What do you do first? Do you change your lifestyle immediately? Do you let the money stay in the bank for a day, a week, a month? What do you do? Is this even real? I have had so many questions about these jackpot winners, and I really wanted to see for myself where that money really goes. For that, I had to find a spot pesa jackpot winner. It is not easy to find a jackpot winner today who is willing to open up on the finances with the detail we need to satisfy our investigation. Well, um, thank you, Paul, and the Nation Media Fraternity for having had the time to come and see me. It's been a while since I was in the media, since 2019, yeah. 2018 actually, when I won the jackpot. Uh, 
my name is Cosmas Kipnetich Korir. Um, I was born in the year 1982, October 11th to be exact. And uh, I was born in Kisumu. My parents were working then in Kisumu, then they shifted to Nandi County where I schooled um, in a primary called Kaptumo up to class 8. Thereafter, I came to Litain High School. Uh, the same same year, um, we migrated to the very place where we are now. Meet Cosmas Korir, a jovial and by many accounts, a very strategic man. He's one of the few winners of that jackpot. He pocketed it all. He's a poster child of what betting companies would like gamblers to see. Someone who took a chance, placed a bet, and it was heavenly afterwards. I have never met a jackpot winner before, and so I have reservations that anyone could win that kind of money. So, I started by asking Cosmas if he really won that money. No, 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 no. Actually, you got uh, the entire 200. I got 208 million. Actually, not to wait alone. It's 208,765,000 shillings. Yeah. Direct in my account. I am fascinated already. 208 million directly into his account. Perhaps there's a point to gambling after all. I really want to understand betting from a winner's perspective here. Is there a science of betting? I have so many questions, but thankfully, Cosmos opened up his world to me. He's a lucky guy. He works for the West Pocot County government, and his story too is about a self-made man who led luck has shined a spotlight on. My great, 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 great parents were here. This is where we are now. So I came to retain high school. My primary was just a normal primary school. We used to walk barefoot. Of course, you would wear your uniform the whole week. Yeah, many a times you would have uh, torches of a... Yeah, that was life then. One sweater, one shirt, one shirt. That was our life and uh, we made it. So, then I came to retain high school from Form 1 to Form 4. After Form 4, I proceeded to Egerton. I cleared in the year 2000. And uh, I went to Egerton. That was in the year 2002, up to 2007. So while in the university, I did uh, agribusiness management, BSE. Then I proceeded for masters in Kabianga. Uh, that was from 2010. But it took me a long, long time. Cosma says chance has been happening to him almost throughout his entire adult life. Yeah, so when I got employed in the year 2009, I was posted just around here. It was so funny because uh, I was late uh, going to the PSS office. So all those people who had been called were being asked, don't mention your account, uh, the, your, your district. Just say, another district where you want to go. So me, I came in late and I just said, I was asked which district, I said, I thought they were asking. 
Where do you come from? So I was posted to my home district. I was a very lucky man. That's where I came. So, uh, and I went to, I, I worked there, 2009, 2010, 2011. 2012, there was a new program that came in uh, called SDSP, Agricultural Sector Development Support Program in uh, Bomet. Uh, during that time, politics has had picked up, you know, the constitution had been passed and now we had a county. So this program was actually county-based. So I went to the county as a village in development officer. A big position for me, considering I was, the, I was at the district now, I had gone to the county, but I was very excited. My family were excited too, so we moved from home here to Bomet. It is while here in Bomet that Cosmas developed an interest in politics, a different kind of bug that started pulling him close to the people. Myself, I was telling you there was there were there were things which were really troubling me because uh, I knew that my people were going through hardships. Reason being, they have tea. You have like four acres of land. If you put tea on all of it, then um, you have probably kids who are in high school. They required so the money that comes out of this tea enterprise is not enough for the whole year, as in. You will pay fee for this first term. The second time you go for a loan, that time you don't have money. And probably the other years which are coming. So I knew we have to find a way of uh, redeeming our farmers so that they can, you know, diversify. And so he did exactly that. He started organizing people in his own area, providing value for them laying the ground for political run for office. We had a lot of programs which were going on there and I felt maybe this is what I can do for my people at home. So I left the county, came seeking for the position of uh, MP. That's when I got the shock of life. Ah, Kumbe, uh, politics is not, uh, it's not easy. <laughs> So, uh, however much you think people know you, people on the ground, they want to know you more than that. They'll ask you, where have you been? We've had you are the one who makes bread. Where is the bread? Then um, we had a function here. You didn't come. Where were you? So I realized uh, it requires a lot of touch with uh, people on the ground. They have their problems and you have to be part of the people who are solving most of their issues here and there. The running for office didn't exactly work for Cosmas. He took loans to build a house. He already left his job, but he seemed to have gained something from that experience. Cosmas just has a positive attitude towards things. That, and the fact that he gained a lot of friends during his time, and struggling financially while at it. So I was back to the ministry, because I was a second staff from the Ministry of Agriculture, as I told you. But the salary there was so, so little. Salary was like 70,000. 72, I think 72 there. Now, and I was earning around 194,000. So, of course, with the, those expenses, it would come to around 140, 150 after all the allowances, uh, all the taxes and stuff like that. Then the loan 
they were taking 55,000 and another 11,000. I had loans in two banks, one with KCB, 55,000. The one I used to build this house, the one I told you it was going for um, 3.5 million. Then one for equity that had been running since when I got employed. That was 11,000. So I was paying 66,000 every month. The man was in a crisis. His life bets are not paying off and things aren't looking up. I think I was kind of depressed somehow. So I went to the, I, I used to take my own time, find my solitude time and uh, think it through. So I even started, you know, casting myself, why did I enter into politics in the first place? So cause I could not sit it down. People expect that Mashimua, you know, well, let Akitu. And here you are the one who is even in need of more money. So I would hope to go, you know, walking to reduce my weight and stuff like that. Um, at one point I decided now, um, I need to find another job. So I applied several, several, several applications. It didn't go through. What changed things was uh, when my daughter came in and said, uh, I was asking her, why don't you go to school? He said, don't you go to school? We are meant to watch the TV because you have not paid the fee. Now that thing hit me. Ah, this one is, uh, it could not, I, I, didn't, I didn't find it nice. Here I am, I'm struggling, I have not paid the fee just because I went into politics. This was a wrong choice. So at that point, I left the vehicle and I decided to walk. I found myself, there's like a mountain in Bombay, uh, the northwestern part of the, uh, the that's headquarters. Eh? So it's like a hill, uh, very steep. So I went there and uh, I found myself, you know, crying and really talking to God. I had several issues. In the midst of his turmoil and keeping up with his character of taking chances, Cosmas, who was at the end of his rope, was introduced to betting by a friend who had actually come to buy him lunch. He even didn't have enough money to put up the first bet. He used his last 300 shillings to place the bet. So midway, somebody said, even, even this Indian who is managing as professor, um, we are not getting anything anymore. I said, really? I think I have some money in Sportpesa. Can we, we can use it. So I told him, okay, let's check. Uh, in my phone, I think we had 337. I, I think I can show you. It's in my phone. Remember to, I'll show you the, that's transactions. Yeah. So they had stayed for some time. So one of them starts and he says, I'm normally very good. I told him, okay. So he places his bet. And I told him, okay, this is yours. Would you want to have a look at it tomorrow? He says, yes. So there's a message that's professor normally after one puts a stake, 
there's a message that comes so I sent it to him the second one also says I'm also even tougher than this other guy so he does his thing I send it to him so we are remaining with another hundred book I tell them now this hundred uh, I'm not so good in this thing but maybe we can you know each of them was doing his own things each one did so mine was kind of a collab as in I would ask now between this team and this team which one do you think would be he says ah as in in Kiswahili weka 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 draw you with weka our you know from 1 to 17 so that was it then one of them tells me i we know you don't have time to look at these things just send it to us then we will monitor how it goes and he says why don't we do one where we are all inside i said okay fine so i added another twang in that phone so we did that one complete to that so um the next morning after the channel them i gave them each 300 shillings we are doing a little money but then it was a lot of money for this guy so broke friends who are at the end of the wits used the last of their cash to place a bet there's no evidence that there were any good in betting in that they didn't have a track record of winnings but one or two of cosmas friends must have been a serial gambler and a believer over one day i will win big that was not cosmas if anything going by his own admission he didn't know about sportpesa this point is important because later it will cause a rift between these friends but for now broke cosmas continued with his life and even forgot about the bet it wasn't a thing in his mind i didn't think i'll do it in the first place so um i think my battery went down in uh, some in between before we did uh, kital so reaching kital i bought uh, a car charger how midway after putting it on is when i receive a call from my pinga lady called Rachel, I think Rachel, uh, told me, did you, did you put a stick over the weekend? I told him, yes. Oh, now you are the lucky winner, the mega jackpot winner of 28 million. Really? Hey, I could not even hold the steering. You're in the boomet. No, I'm, after the time I would do the car charge and continue towards Westport. I I almost got an accident because uh, you know not a guy I should keep with so I decided first to back and then I sat on grass ile hata wenye wako hapo wondering is it really true is it true I told them I think it is true so after some time he told me hang on somebody's going to call you now the CEO Mr. Ronald now Ronald is it Ronald Karaudi now called and told me you are the jackpot winner mega jackpot winner of 28 million what are you going to do with it hey cosmos vipi bana uko wapi west pocket una fine west pocket bana 
County Government. Chelsea ist gut besser. Oder? Mega Jackpot mit dieser Marangapi. Na Jackpot hier. Na Jackpot. The biggest amount of machine in the Yemeko, how much? 990,000. Oh, 990 shillings. <laughs> Na betia, 100. Ah, okay. So, kwa bank account yako, the biggest amount of money you shai kuwa nayo ni how much? Uh-huh. 2.5. Na okay, tumia vizuri. So, congratulations. I think we told you before. <laughs> yeah, 208 million 733 619 shillings. Yeah, mega jackpot. Congratulations to one of these days I love to take it what 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 we can do. But of course, you know, your life has changed. That 10 million in life changing, 200 is a lot. So, yeah, congratulations, Tena. Eh? I didn't sleep, not even, um, you know, Mazima lights and at one point, and I almost fainted. I thought these guys have, you know, it's West Pokot. I thought, hey, one year watu wamejua kuomba ni mepata kitu, they want to finish me this time. So anyway, the next morning, uh, it was news all over. Cosmas Corridor's story is a fascinating story of an unexpected death with destiny. His is exactly how millions of gamblers think their story will end with big money that changes their fortunes. It is important to note that we only know of three jackpot winners and I have had difficulty for months getting an interview from the other two. We had so many winners, you know. I didn't get the opportunity to call many of them, but they always get calls. Uh, and most of them, it really changes their life because in Kenya, you know, the perception always used to be if someone wins a lottery, they will waste it and... Uh, and you know the life goes back to zero. I would even encourage you to go check on our winners, uh, because there has always been claims. Maybe there's never actually been claims. It's just recently that I saw claims that we did not have. We had false winners. I would encourage you to go to. We can give you a list of all our winners, because what we always used to do is that for the jackpot winners, they always had to appear in the media, and that was just for transparency purposes. The question on winners, and especially big money winners, is a dicey one. While Spotpesa told me I can visit all their winners, I had trouble accessing other winners, except Cosmas, of course. Cosmas was very willing to talk to me. He has done media interviews before, and he is, for all intents and purposes, the most visible winner. The rest of the winners, well, they are either shy or as one of the Spotpesa directors, Paul Ndungu, insinuates. Yeah, and uh, um, 
of course we 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 waited for the winner to be paid but uh, i think whatever arrangement had been done with the executive the man management the winner insisted or the fake winner insisted that i have to get my place uh, he went to court i think even to date the matter is still in court and uh, because of those two incidences uh, Paul Kenodhi had to resign as, as the CEO of Bradre, which is a subsidiary of uh, Sportpesa. I think uh, sometime in 2019, I also read an article in one of the UK newspapers, The Guardian, uh, after they had done an investigation on a couple of the winners and where the Guardian wrote that when they visited the purported winners, they didn't see any winning, they were living in poverty. So in hindsight, we come to think that a lot of those winnings, even today, are publicity rather than, uh, uh, rather than true winnings. Whether the many winners were publicity stunned or not, one thing is clear. There are fewer winners than losers in this betting story. There are only three jackpot winners who won in excess of 200 million shillings known to debt. Two have refused to speak to me and only requested to meet me in hotels and other offices. I declined those interviews because I wanted to verify the claim of where the hundreds of millions have been invested at. But it does not end like that for everyone. This is a country of gamblers. Next time on A Country of Gamblers. Gambling addiction has the highest suicide rate, right? Um, a lot of people with gambling addictions are depressed.